Hey guys, welcome back to the channel. Aslan Running Guy here. As I mentioned in previous videos, I was going to have a special guest on, uh, one of Australia's top ultra trail runners. As you now know, it's Sam Burridge, the winner of last year's UTA 50. Uh, it was great interviewing Sam, fantastic bloke. Um, very gracious with the information and also the time that he gave us. Uh, it's quite a good video. Um, I did have a, a widescreen shot with us both in it um, with me introducing Sam, but unfortunately that file's been cropped somewhere along the line through um, transfer and, and editing. So um, we're gonna go straight into the, uh, into the interview. So grab yourself a beverage like myself and sit back and enjoy. Ready? Let's go. All right, Sam, let's start. Um, let's go back to the beginning. Um, were you showing ability when you were a kid? Were you one of those kids I used to have to chase around the school oval every year to make the cross-country team or um, someone who found running sort of later on in life? Um, I started running definitely later in life. I didn't really do too much running or anything or really too many sports um, while I was at school. So I used to do a bit of skateboarding and that was about it. Then I got into um, the weightlifting and all that for a good probably 10 years or so after school. Um, my running journey started though when my wife and a few of our friends, we booked into one of those Tough Mudder obstacle course races and I thought, oh geez, I've got to um, start getting a bit fitter um, for me to actually be able to finish the course. So um, yeah, I went for out for a run with um, my manager at the time who was a lifetime recreational runner and I think we may have run, run maybe five, six k's but I remember I couldn't talk, I was breathing so heavily um, that whole time, my body was hurting, I was probably sore for a week afterwards, but um, yeah, after that I got hooked really, so. <laughs> okay mate, so just so the viewers get an idea of your progression as a runner, have you got sort of any um, times or any distances you can sort of give us as, as an example of, of what you were doing when you first started running? Yeah, um, probably the best would be, because I've never really been a, um, Roadrunner, so um, but probably a good example of progression would be um, just my parkrun time. So I've always been on parkruns most weeks up until uh, recently. So when I first started, I may have just been cracking the 20 minute mark. Where um, last year when I was training for the mountain running, I was probably the fittest I've ever been and fastest I've ever been at the time. And um, I hit the sort of mid to low 16s. So. Okay, yeah, that's pretty, pretty impressive. That's, that's quick. Alright mate, so with the uh, road running to the trail running, was there a certain time when you decided to switch to trails? Uh, was that for any particular reason? Um, well, I was never completely on the road running, so um, I only did a couple of races here and there. I just seemed to enjoy the trail running a lot more. I enjoyed um, sort of the hills, going exploring, sort of just running along, seeing a trail and uh, turning up it and seeing where it um, ended up. And uh, trail running, I think for me especially, um, gives you an opportunity to go to different parts of the country or the world and explore places that you wouldn't actually see otherwise. So. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And we're very lucky here in Canberra with the uh, abundant amount of trails we've got to run in, the mountains we've got to run in, fresh air, a little bit of altitude. We're very lucky. Yeah, definitely. Completely agree. <laughs> so before your win last year, 2018, you've done the UTA four times previously, is that correct? Yep, that's correct. Um, can you tell us how those races went? Yeah, definitely. So first time I raced UTA was when it was called the North Face back in 2014. And I booked into that, I think, I'd only ever run maybe 30Ks at most at that stage in all my training. 
Um, and I booked into it as one of those sort of big goal races, um, running 50Ks and um, just thought that was huge and it would have been a massive accomplishment, which of course it is. Um, so I ran that in 2014 for the first time. I think I finished in about 6 hours 40 maybe in around 83rdish place and was absolutely stoked with that so it was a, for me it was tough tough race um i went into some dark places on the hills there and um yeah didn't know how i was going to finish and i remember running um and seeing like a marker saying five k's to go and thinking oh geez i'm gonna actually finish this this is incredible and so it got all emotional and uh yeah ran the finish line said to my wife i'm never running anything like that again but uh, I think by the next day I was already planning uh, my next race. Sure, yeah, we, <laughs> so, we all do that. <laughs> um, then 2015, um, I ran again. So um, I think that year I ended up um, running about an hour quicker. Okay. Um, yeah. I started to get a little bit more serious about running, probably um, running an extra day or so every week, maybe a little bit longer. Um, then a couple more trail, local trail runs by that stage as well, so a bit more experience. But um, I think I ended up running about 5 hours 27 from memory and was maybe 27th to 28th okay. that year. So again, I was stoked. Um, about an hour quicker, so couldn't believe um, that I've been able to run as fast as that. So, sure, sure. Yeah, so it was another good year. Um, the year after 2016, um, I'd started to get a lot more serious at that stage. Um, so I think by then I was probably running every day um, and regular Sunday long runs and sessions and that sort of stuff. So had a few of the guys who I run with running that year too. So um, yeah, that year I think I ended up um, doing about another half hour quicker roughly. So okay. I ended up finishing in um, 5.01 and in sixth place. Fantastic. So yeah, that was beyond any expectations. It was amazing. So um, yeah, had a ball that race. Um, yeah, so again, really happy with that. I didn't expect um, to ever get any quicker or um, yeah, better place than that. Sure. In um, <clears throat> 17, was there any reason why you kept coming back to the race? I think it's almost, for one, it's by participation of it's the biggest race in Australia. Sure. So it's always quite competitive. So, and it's one race, it's the same course, well, meant to be the same course every year unless um, the weather changes that. But um, so you can almost do, for me, it's a bit of a baseline of where I'm at every year. Um, I enjoy it, it's very well run. Lots of people, always sure. competitive. So. They do a certainly fantastic job organising that event. Yeah, and definitely. I think it's one of the hardest 50Ks you'll ever do in probably one of the most beautiful places in the world. So oh, for sure. it's sort of from one extreme <laughs> to another, for sure. Okay, so 2017, how'd that go? Uh, 2017, um, it was actually pouring down in the, lead, the days leading into that event. So the night before, they made the decision to change the course for the 50, um, 50K runners. So they actually started us a little bit later, so we got a bit of a sleep in, which was nice. But um, we actually ran the first half of the 100k course. So we got to go down, um, you went down the Fuba steps at the end, went over down Narrow Neck, um, up six foot track. So it was good to see a different part of the Blue Mountains. Um, okay. yep. That course probably suited me a little bit better because there was a lot of places where you could open up and um, run a little bit faster, not as technical. So um, suited me quite well. 
Um, and that year was just an unusually super competitive year as well. So I was expecting maybe top 20 if I was lucky that, um, that year, but going by all the people who were um, running okay. and ended up um, 4 hours 34 in 9th wow, yeah. place. Yeah, that's fast, so, yeah. A nine for four thirty-five, so that goes to show that the depth of field that was there. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I think it was maybe about fifteen minutes quicker than the uh, main course. Is about the general consensus okay. here, but sure. um, yeah, I was really happy with that. Everything felt great. Um, yeah, had a good time. So yeah, another good year. And then, Fantastic. And then the big one, two thousand eighteen. Yeah. Can you just so, start? I guess we'd all like to know. Uh, if you can break it down, how that race sort of unfolded and what your race strategy was and did you have to change things up or yeah, just talk us through that one. Yeah, no worries at all. Um, so my high, at a high level, my race strategy was run the first 28Ks fairly conservatively, still pushing the pace but not going too hard, making sure I was running my own race and not trying to keep up with um, all the leaders because I knew how strong some of those guys are. And then take advantage of my strengths in the second half and um, really push the hills, especially in that last 15Ks. And hopefully um, a few people were blown up or I could reel them in there. So <clears throat> I tried to stick with that. Um, the way the race itself panned out was in the first 10 kilometers, which is pretty runnable for most of where you go up and down the road and then over through the tracks to um, the giant staircase. Um, ran fairly solid through that, but uh, making sure I wasn't sort of redlining or anything. So I think I was maybe in sort of sixth or seventh place going through there, um, feeling pretty comfortable. Um, through the next sort of 14Ks, where you're up and downstairs and through the single track, um, a few people I think caught me a bit, and then as soon as we got onto the open um, roads again, I um, got away from them. Um, but again, sort of just running uncomfortably comfortable, if that makes sense. So um, yeah, not trying to push it too hard, but the legs still felt really good at that stage. I remember okay. um, running down into Queen Victoria Hospital checkpoint at 28Ks. There's about two Ks of uh, road or um, did you run down through there? And um, I think I was ticking over maybe 420s, which um, and the legs felt really good. So I knew I was in for a strong second half at that stage. Um, leading into that, I was trying to finish off my uh, two water bottles so I could fill it up for the, um, once we went into the valley. Um, and I had a drink of one of my water bottles and uh, the lid fell off and um, I couldn't find that. So I thought I'd bugger it. I'm just going to run the rest of the race with um, only 500 mils of water. Um, so I took that bit of a gamble. Um, okay. So I only filled up one water bottle oh, yeah. <laughs> at the 28k mark and uh, sure. hope for the best. <laughs> so while we're talking about uh, about the water, um, what's your nutrition strategy out there? I mean, are you the, the natural bloke who eats the nuts and berries or are you sucking the, uh, the liquidy sugar type go and, and chase it down with water? What, what's your strategy? Definitely the uh, sugary. Okay. So, um, most of my races, I'll just use the gels. So I'll just take a gel roughly every 40 minutes. Um, once I hit about the three hour mark, I go to every 30 minutes. Um, and I'll try to stick to that pretty religiously throughout the race. Um, and yeah, that's got me through till probably up to seven hour races. I think if I was gonna run anything longer than that, I'd have to um, change it up and put some real whole food foods in there. But okay. uh, at this that's stage, just due to the stomach being upset and 
or just not not wanting to take in anything sweet anymore or bit of both okay by the end of the sort of five six hour race i'm just journals i'm absolutely sure sick of it sure my stomach doesn't feel amazing sure. either but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to get something solid in there to help it settle down a bit. Yeah. It's just something simple, yeah. Yeah, okay. definitely agree. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, hydration-wise, I'll um, try and start the race off with water with a couple of electrolyte tablets in. And usually after about three hours, the stomach doesn't really like that too much. But um, after that, so I'll just do plain water for the rest okay. of that after that. Oh, yeah. So leaving the Queen Victoria Hospital for that downhill uphill last section, which is absolutely brutal. Yeah. Um, I'm already having nightmares thinking about doing it again in eight weeks time. But uh, what sort of position were you in then and, and what were you sort of thinking? Um, so going through Queen Victoria Hospital, I got told that I was six minutes off the lead and in sixth place. Right, so, okay. So um, six minutes to a fair bit of time to, to make up. So. At that stage, mm. you're probably thinking maybe top five or... Yeah, I was thinking, because I knew all the guys in front were um, quite strong runners. So okay. I thought I might be able to pick one, maybe two on a great, if it was going to be a great day um, and I was feeling great, um, pick a couple of them off. Um, but I was, at that stage, I thought, oh, six, that's pretty amazing. That's equal um, to my best result here. So if I can at least hold this, it's a great day. Sure. Um, so I tried to bomb the 7K downhill. Um, Sat maybe four minute Ks, which for me going downhill is quite solid, yep. so I'm not um, the best downhiller. <laughs> um, I'm sure yeah. most of us will take the four minute <laughs> pace down the hill. But yeah. <laughs> but uh, after that, I knew I really wanted to push the uphills, so okay. I had a strategy in mind where I'd um, run as much of it as possible, and if I, my legs were screaming, I'd um, start power hiking, um, pick a tree maybe 20 metres ahead, 30 metres ahead power hike to that and then continue running. Okay. So I'm going to get the short walking breaks and just try and um, yep. yeah, push the hills as much as possible. Sure. It's good to know that even the guy who wins the race does a bit of power hiking as well. Makes us um, feel yeah. a lot better. I think you have to on uh, hills like that. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, but I'll just try to keep that to a minimum and I'll just try pushing quite hard through that sort of last 15k. And then um, I think maybe the 35-ish k. I, um, Caught up to fifth place and um, had a quick chat and uh, kept going um, and thought, geez, top five, that's awesome. <laughs> and then um, as I kept going, I um, uh, hit fourth place, um, then third place. And um, Is there any sort of chatter or you know, tap oh. on the bum as you go past him and tell him to, you know, hang in there and hopefully you finish or? Yeah, had just... a quick chat. So, okay. um, Sort of g'day, how you going, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, didn't mm. say too much. I tried to sort of, when I passed most people, yeah. just try... Tell them how ordinary they're looking and, and move uh, on. <laughs> not tell them, but just try and make myself... Uh, look, look like Superman. Super fresh. Yeah, 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 that's right. Up tall, be really chirpy, that sort of thing. Just sure, to, yeah. Don't give away all your secrets, exactly. mate. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so just with the hope that they wouldn't... Um, try to come with you, yes. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, um, yeah, so I think... At about where is it the sewage works plan, which is about the 44k mark, sure. um, which was last actual checkpoint and timing checkpoint. So at that stage, I was in third place, and apparently um, I got told later that I was three minutes behind the lead. Okay. At that stage, so um, I didn't, I knew I was third, but didn't know how far um, sure. second and first were. Um, and then climbing out of there to Lura Forest, I. Um, Caught second place, I think, geez, this is amazing. Second in this race, sure. I just assumed first place with 
close to the finish by that stage. Yeah. Um, thought, yeah, this is absolutely amazing. Um, completely surpassing expectations. Sure. So, um, yeah, uh, overtook him, kept going. I saw um, Madge in Lurie Forest, who was the roving... Um, uh, Interviewer, yeah, interviewer, I think I saw, I think I saw that somewhere on a channel or in, internet. Saw it somewhere. That was great. So I was probably uh, quite rude with him, one word answers at that stage. I didn't really that's feel like <laughs> talking too much. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, well, he does a lot of talking, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah. and that was great. It's sort of um, bit yeah. of entertainment for the run. Took your mind off. Yeah, it was all, it was good for us too to actually see you actually out there, you know, during the like final, you know, closing kilometers of a race. Yeah. So no, that was great. Yeah. So um, yeah, ran through there. At that stage, I was feeling great, and I was just pumped up on adrenaline, um, I felt like I was flying through there and um, came around the corner with I think maybe three k's to go okay. and um, there was a slight rise and I saw um, Mick in first place um, just at the top and I thought oh, I've got to give it a go, I'm still feeling amazing so I ran up past uh, next to him, said day, had a quick chat and then just pretty much ran for my life after that so okay. I know how strong he is. Um, sure, so, so how, how far did you have to go when you caught up to, to Mick? Oh, three k's. Three k's to yeah. go. Okay, so right. Yeah. Two k's of sort of single track. Sure. And then, um, was there any response from me? Yeah. Um, well, I said a couple of one-word answers. So, but he didn't try to come with you. No, I okay. actually I assumed he would have been pretty close. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, but I didn't want to look back. I tried to have a thing where I'd just look forward and not look back sure. at all. And, sure. Um, yeah. yeah, just again, just try and stay within myself and. Um, yeah, Fantastic. Not to get too worried. So okay. Yeah, I felt like I was flying there. Okay. So I don't know what pace or whatever, but um, I just yep. felt like I was absolutely flying, just running on adrenaline. Yeah, and sure. I thought if I can get to the Fuba steps first, um, I should have a pretty good chance because I knew I was quite strong, still feeling quite good, and climbing's my more of my forte. So yeah, dragged myself up then as quick as possible, which was like 15 minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for, for sure. A final K and um. Yeah. Yeah, it was just amazing coming out of the top of them um, and into the finishing shoot. Sure, so, yeah. I was, I was going to ask you that. I mean, obviously when you come around that corner to that incredible atmosphere that the UTA is famous mm -hmm. for with that crowd and announcing your name and seeing that finishing tape in front of you and also having your, uh, your new child there, uh, Elijah, and your beautiful wife, Kalia, I mean, for them to be there to experience that must have been an incredible feeling. Oh, uh, yeah, so was it just amazing? You must have thought, this is incredible, is this really happening? Yeah, it was just surreal because sure. I just, yeah, didn't expect it. It was just um, a yeah, perfect day out there for me. So running around um, up through the, um, the little walkway and up those final five stairs and sure. finishing shoot, which I'm sure everyone absolutely hates. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had someone run out and give me the Australian flag. So okay. I came down through the finish line. Fantastic. Um, yeah, and it's just amazing. Carly and Eli were waiting at the finish line for me, so they didn't expect that um, I was going to be in first because, as I said earlier, the last um, live update, I was in third place and still were a good few minutes off first. Sure, so okay. I think it was a bit of a surprise, uh, sure. um, me coming through at that stage, but, um, yeah, absolutely amazing. Yep. Yeah, fantastic. Right, yeah. right, just moving back a bit to your food, What's uh, what do you generally eat the night before and also... What do you eat in the morning of, of yeah. a race day? Well, let's just use UTA. Yeah, no worries. Um, the night before, I generally just try and have a pasta. So just high carb, um, something I enjoy as well. So it's probably one of my regular meals. Okay, um, just a plain plain old pasta or? Oh, usually 
bag all just sure. to season okay. the cake as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't want to stress too much the night before. Yeah, sure. um, do, you, do you you eat a balanced diet, a little bit of everything? Then not obviously you well, know you're not you're not vegan unless it's that vegan type meat substitute or no, yeah. just yeah, try and do a fairly balanced diet. Try and eat healthy most of the time. Okay. So still enjoy my chocolate and that sort of stuff. So you eat a bit of you like dairy, you like you eat the meat and yeah, yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah. That's so, good. Yeah. Whatever's going, really. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so just always try and eat that the night before. We usually have a bit of ice cream as well, just because sure. I enjoy it. Um, sure. And the extra carbs is the excuse I uh, get. <laughs> um, then the morning of, I try and get up probably an hour, uh, an hour and a half, two hours before before the race start, and um, just have my usual breakfast, which is um, just quick oats, so just porridge and. Um, yeah, so, so just plain porridge, no, no additives, no, no bananas or anything to bulk it up. Or? Uh, I do a strip of uh, chocolate protein powder. So, okay, um, sure. Just because I enjoy sure. um, okay. chocolate flavors. So um, yeah, so I'll just try and keep it the same. So mm. the same strong coffee every or day. no, I don't drink coffee at all. Okay, so I drink okay. green tea, but I probably wouldn't have that before okay. race. So I'll just sure. try and um, have plain water as okay. much as possible. So just so I can start the race fairly hydrated. Fantastic. Um, but apart from that, yeah, just try and. Do the same thing that I usually do every morning, so don't change anything up too much for race day. Okay, okay, excellent. Okay, so with uh, eight weeks to go, um, as of today when we're shooting this video, um, you have to defend your title. Um, any more pressure on yourself? And going back as, as as the champion, is there a little bit more pressure maybe um, that you've heard of from outside or that you put on yourself or any expectations or you sort of go about it as you did last year and uh, run your own race and see what happens? Um, I don't know about outside pressure, so I'm sure people will always put that onto you. I hate that. <laughs> Personally, I hate having the pressure. Um, I try not to think about it too much, but also um, I'm not going in there to um, have the main goal of winning again. Um, I just try and go there and make sure that I run a race that I'm happy with. So ideally, I'd like to run quicker than last year. Sure. Whatever place that gets me, that gets me. I can't control what other people do. So as long as I can run a race that I'm happy with at the end of the day, yeah, then I'll be stoked. Yeah, definitely. Good answer. That's That pretty much goes for us all, doesn't it? Yeah, that's exactly. fantastic. So since your win in the uh, UTA last year, you've obviously nailed some pretty strong performances. Yeah, I won't you. list them all, but you're fairly consistent when you race. One of those highlights must have been representing Australia overseas in the Spanish Highlands there in the World Mountain Running Championships. Yeah, um, you probably would have seen firsthand how fast those guys cut those mountains. It's pretty incredible. Uh, can you talk us through that experience? Yeah, definitely. Um, that was just absolutely amazing it was an absolute honor to run um, run for australia there something i never would have um ever imagined would have happened so um i think a couple of my a couple of guys i regularly run with have um been on that team in previous years so they encouraged me to try out in the australian championships last year which was a couple of months before uta okay and um down it was actually the race was down in uh hobart down up uh, running up mount uh, wellington there so um, it was up the trails as well, so short and steep, about 10 k's with 11, 1200 elevation gaining. Okay, so, yeah, that's pretty solid. Yeah, quite a stuff. It was a different sort of race than I've ever raced before. I usually do the longer stuff, so, um, but that was awesome. Absolutely loved it, and um, I was lucky enough to um, come away with fourth that okay, day. sure. So I had a pretty good idea that I'd uh, make the team after that. Um, 
So unofficially, I heard a few weeks after that, but um, officially it was announced just after UTA. So from there, I focused my next um, three months training on um, the World Championships. Okay. Um, so that was in September last year. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and that was just an absolutely incredible experience. So the level of guys over there, I knew it was going to be strong, but it just blew sure. me away. So I think I ended up um, 80th place in okay. um, first Australian. So sure. I was pretty, pretty stoked with that. Sure. But, um, yeah. Just, yeah. And that was set like, like in, in a ski village type? Yeah, yeah, so it was in, set in a little place called Canillo in Andorra. So it's like a little village on the main highway with just monstrous mountains either side. Okay. So just absolutely stunning. So beautiful, beautiful little place. Sure. So, and a bit of altitude, I guess. Yeah. So the town itself is sitting at about fifteen hundred, and um, we finished the race at I think about twenty six hundred. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, which is uh, a few hundred meters higher than um, the highest point in Australia. Yeah, Cosby, about three so, or four hundred meters higher than Cosby. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, so yeah. And did you notice altitude when you when you know, when you're really hurting towards the end of that race? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. So. Sure. Um, I think I was pretty good up until about the 2,000 metre mark, and then after that, maybe 2,200, and then after that, I just, because I haven't had too much exposure to altitude, sure. it just felt that I didn't have enough, another gear, while sure. my whole body felt fine, just, yeah. it was almost like I just couldn't get in enough breath or enough sure. oxygen to yeah, like sucking through a straw. Really push. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, okay. the last uh, few Ks was uh, quite tough. Sure, I <laughs> and, bet. But, um, yeah, I was really happy. I crossed the line and collapsed pretty much. I sure. put everything into that. Sure, so sure. Couldn't have done anything better on the day. Yeah, fantastic. No, great work. <laughs> so, Carly and yourself became parents for the first time in the months leading into UTA. Um, generally, you think that would upset your training, but clearly it didn't for you. Maybe a few uh, sleepless nights and tired early morning runs. Definitely. <laughs> How do you enjoy being a father and a dad? Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. So uh, my little boy is actually 18 months old now, or just shy, and uh, he's awesome. So I love to spend every spare minute I uh, can with him. I take him out in the chariot for jogs, which he enjoys. He's happy generally if he's outside. So sure. yeah, that's no, absolutely awesome. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, so besides obviously defending your title in eight weeks, what uh, else is on the horizon for Sam Burridge as a runner? So a couple of months after UTA, um, in early July, I'm actually an ambassador for um, a new race up in Brisbane called the Brisbane Trail Ultra. Okay. Um, yeah, that just looks like a really cool race. I'm really looking forward to it. So it's running through the um, Brisbane hinterland and finishing at uh, Southbank there. So I'm actually running the 60 kilometer race there. So yeah, that should be really cool. Um, they've also got a 110K, 100 miler for the crazy people and um, a 30K event, so something for everyone. So that'd be a really good one, I'm keen for that. Um, then I think I'll take a bit of a break. So just a few, two, three weeks of just cruising, running, um, just trying to recover uh, for a bigger few months of training. And, I think after that I'm gonna I might do try and uh, train up for a 10k road race, just the Canberra Times 10k maybe. Okay. But, um, sure. I want to focus on the Bright Four Peaks race at the start of November. After that, so yeah, yeah, I've always um, wanted to do it. So yeah, you'll uh, certainly do well down there. Yeah, and doing it, you know, 
a climb each day and four consecutive days. Mm. It's a great idea, isn't it? Oh, sounds awesome. I don't know how I'll go on the stage race, but uh, sure, sure. Usually I have one race one day and then just recover after that. Sure, but, uh, something different, isn't it? Uh, should be great. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> All right, mate, all the best for your UTA defence and yeah, um, all the other races you've got actually coming up. And thank you very much for giving me your time away from your family on a Sunday. Yeah, thank and, you very uh, much. It's uh, been fantastic. Thanks for having me. Fantastic. I'll see you next week, Sam. Cheers. Thanks, Aston.